You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When Jesus disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God willing, in a little over a week, uh, Monday week, we will be starting the virtual pilgrimage of prayer. And it's hard to pass up on the opportunity these two readings give us of two very different kinds of prayer. They are both provided for by very uh, significant people, two sons of David, Solomon and Jesus. And Solomon is faced with a big challenge of being an unexperienced ruler of a very large people. In a certain sense, David grew gradually from a shepherd boy, shepherding some sheep near Bethlehem. And Jesus is looking at the crowd and he's seeing also people like sheep without a shepherd. But Solomon is inheriting a responsibility that's uh, much larger than a small group of people that David starts with and little by little grows into a great administrator. And so Solomon has to go in right away to all of the administrative responsibilities. And when we have decisions to make that affect others, also ourselves, but especially decisions that affect others, it is uh, essential to proceed with wisdom. And this is the prayer Solomon brings to God. So one of the things we can see here is that Solomon's soul is blessed with a great clarity about the responsibility with which he is vested. He knows also that he is not capable on his own of fulfilling it. And so he prays, and it's a prayer of petition. He's praying, the Lord offers him, ask me what you wish to do. He goes to sacrifice in Gibeon, and then he uh, senses this call from God to pray. And he asks for wisdom. And this is a um, a very wise choice. And then we have the words of appreciation from on high, that he didn't ask for riches, or for the death of his enemies, or for himself, for a long life, but he asked to do the right thing with the people for whom he's responsible. What an important prayer for parents, to make the right decisions. 
Sometimes children can be incredible dictators with their crying and their emotional uh, leveraging the parents. They can leverage one parent against another. Children are, have a great instinct for defending, for seeking, for gaining their rights. We're seeing it every day in the dining room, you know, with the, the way they lean on the parents. And it's not easy for parents to actually seek the best good of the children. It requires a lot of patience. It requires a, a lot of endurance of repugnant attitudes from the children and how to win the children's hearts uh, to want the good, the true good, the lasting good, not just the good of a whole lot of sugar right now, but the lasting good of health. But they also need then to be able to play. They also need the ice cream and the chocolate and all these things. But and how the parent needs to be wise in doing this. And the teacher is the same way. It's much easier to skip the exam, to let the children go home early, not to give homework. Maybe there's less work for the teacher as a result, but the, pro the program and the commitment of educating the children is, is ruined. And so the teacher has to know how to be wise to motivate the children to make the right decisions for them, to be lenient with a child that's in major difficulty from home or has a health issue or a difficulty relation, relationship issue in the school with the other kids. Uh, what a great responsibility to be a teacher. And maybe it's 15 or 20 or 30 kids, and you have no idea what God's plan is for any of these children. And then somebody who, is a bar, who owns a company, a little shop, just uh, a delivery business, a laundry business, two or three workers, three or four workers, 10 workers, 20 workers, 100 workers, 1,000 workers. The decisions a boss makes, a manager, a foreman, or the owner makes has such impact. What a great prayer to pray for wisdom. What do we pray for? Do we pray when we're asking petitions for the calling that's on our life and the responsibility so that we have the grace to fulfill that responsibility in a way that's pleasing to God according to his statutes. Teach me your statutes, Lord. And that's a great lesson for us. And the second type of prayer is the disciples have come back from their mission that Jesus sent them out the other day, and they're reporting about all of this, and now Jesus says, you guys are exhausted. We need to go a little time on our own, to spend time in prayer, in rest. We don't have to be working all the time. We should make time each day for a quiet time of rest with the Lord. And Jesus himself gave an abundant example of this, and they chose a deserted place. But then it turns out the people beat them to it and discovered where they were, and then Jesus still pours himself out for them because of compassion in their, for their need. And so uh, he serves them. But this point of looking for times of rest, sometimes a parent won't be able to get that rest, especially if there are two or three little babies and children in the house, or maybe a situation where the, a, a, a spouse or a parent is, in, is sick or in need, uh, something has, you have to go drive someplace to a medical run or to fill in an emergency somewhere. And a lot of, there's a lot of strain, but still to be able to make time for rest, to just to rest with the Lord. It's not about going to make petitions. We need that too, maybe. But just to be with the Lord. 
that's also prayer. So I encourage you also in that sense practically to be interested in the pilgrimage, the virtual pilgrimage on prayer, which will take place during Lent. And then just a little teaser for you. If you go to chapter three of the first book of Kings, you'll also find that amazing story, which is proverbial when Solomon has to decide a case for two prostitutes who have, are fighting over a baby. But I let you check it out in chapter three of Kings. So many challenges people have to deal with in the neighborhood, in the family, in work, in recreation, in so many places we need wisdom. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.